Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. And so we're not trying to scare you, but we have to be alert to this battle because the propaganda is reasonable. And it always has been. Hitler was the master propagandist. It's the same thing again. We're told the unborn aren't human. They were told the Jews weren't human. It's the same propaganda again. And if you are not grounded in the word, it will make no sense to not just roll with it like a dead fish down the stream. Discernment is of the utmost importance in all areas of the Christian life. Whether it's important decision-making, guidance of the Spirit, or recognizing the times, we're all called to be wise. In today's love lesson, we jump in as Elizabeth discusses the importance of discernment as the world around us spins more and more out of control. Now here's Elizabeth in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 21, verse 29. That's what we saw exactly 70 years ago when we discovered the, the concentration camps that had been going for five years. It's not enough to appease. One of the places where there was tried out was in the Warsaw Ghetto. Warsaw Ghetto. Warsaw. Where they kept saying, if you'll just give us 5,000 of the Jews, we'll leave you alone. So they gave 5,000. They rounded up the sick and the, and the old. And okay, we'll give you 5,000, give us peace. Well, next day it was 10,000. And as we know, it didn't end. It never ends. It never ends. It looks at the surface as a realistic and reasonable expectation, which is why the whole world, with the Vatican in the lead, joins in to try to create a Palestinian state. But the goal is not peace. The goal is distinguish, basically, elimination of God's people. It's the spiritual battle that it's we're talking about. Yeah. Here. You know, it, it's like I had a conversation with a rabbi just last week because it came up in a chaplaincy meeting where they, they were talking about the fact that chaplains have to understand that they, they have to pray um, non-sectarian prayers. And finally, the, after a few, the rabbi said, why? The rabbi said that. He said, you know, there was a time when, when we Jewish rabbis were not included in things, but we're included now. And he said, when I go to a, we have a, a meeting, I, I bring up Adonai, the Buddhist brings up Buddha, but the Christian's not supposed to bring up Jesus? That's ridiculous. And I said, thank you, thank you. And afterward I talked with him about it and I said, because you know, when they fully silenced us about Jesus, they're coming after you. Yeah. And he said, that's exactly right and I know that. That's the quote from Second World War. First they came after the Jews, then they came after the homosexuals, then they came after the gypsies and when they came for me, there was no one left to stand for me. That's Martin Niemöller, one of the pastors who stood against Hitler, said that. And so we're not, trying to scare you, but we have to be alert to this battle because the propaganda is reasonable. And it always has been. Hitler was the master propagandist. It's the same thing again. We're told the unborn aren't human. They were told the Jews weren't human. It's the same propaganda again. And if you are not grounded in the word, it will make no sense to not just roll with it like a dead fish down the stream. September 17. Congress has unto this day to vote for or against adopting our nuclear treaty with Iran. Each of these dates that I give you is a can of worms of information. Google what Netanyahu has to say about then again, why making a treaty with somebody who has declared that they want to eliminate both Israel and America. And trusting them to inspect themselves. Yes, it makes a lot of sense. Um, 
September 20 through 26, the World Week for Peace in Palestine, Israel, sponsored by the World Council for Churches. We hope at least prayer will happen there. By the way, the World Council of Churches, anywhere you see that, I believe they're all going to hell. I don't believe any of them actually know the Lord Jesus. You can quote me on that. The World Council of Churches, it's just one, you have to understand that words don't always mean what we think they mean, right? I mean, after all, where was it this past week? Detroit, the Church of Satan did the statue. You know, they finally, for the first time, unveiled a, in public the statue of Satan. It's a great big deal. And they're saying, they're, you know, it's going from there to Arkansas. I'm like, Arkansas? Really? Whatever. I mean, wherever you have the kind of spiritual intensity that we have now and that's coming in now, you will have a counterfeit church. That you have it in China, you have a, a church where Christianity is forbidden, true Christianity is forbidden, but we have a church that's the people's church, which means it's government run for government propaganda. Same thing during Hitler. It, it's just part. So lots of churches will spew the propaganda of whatever is politically correct. Doesn't mean they have anything to do with, with Christ. We know many churches around here do everything in their power to, to further the agenda that is against Jesus. It's a sad thing, but it's, it's unfortunately, we don't, it's not my favorite, like I'd rather talk about warm, fuzzy stuff, but this is the reality. This is all September. September 21st, the UN International Day of Peace. Many speculate that that is when the UN Security Council resolution will establish the Palestinian state or say, okay, we're accepting it. The only thing that's prevented this in the past was that the U.S. vetoed it. And many are saying this year the U.S. won't veto it. No, there's no point anymore for the U.S. to do it. September 23rd, Yom Kippur. And the year of Jubilee begins, same day. Yom Kippur, I'm, I'm quoting from a place called Shabbat.org. This is what the Jewish community says about themselves. Yom Kippur is the holiest day of the year, the day on which we are closest to God and to the quintessence of our own souls. It is the day of atonement. For, and then they quote Leviticus, for on this day he will forgive you to purify you that you be cleansed from all your sins before God. That's the day the year of Jubilee begins. That's the day. This, we've had seven sevens, seven Shemitahs. The year of Jubilee begins, which is just unfathomable that all this coexists in one month. So a Jubilee, as you know, it's the seventh Seventh seven. It is where slaves are released. Everything is released to its rightful owner. And we'll, I mean, we would love to be released to our rightful owner at that day, but we don't know. Nobody knows the day of the hour. Nobody knows the day of the hour. But we do know that all these things are coexciting in September, and we're told to pay attention to when the fig tree buds. The fig tree is a symbol for Israel, has been throughout all the Old Testament. September 23rd, same day. Pope Francis arrives at the White House to meet with Barack Obama. I just want you to hear this. This is sort of interesting. I don't know why these numbers are there, but just hear this. Some have suggested that the timing to this event is highly unusual. Francis is the 266th Pope who will be meeting with President Barack Obama on the 266th day of the year, leading some to wonder if something is being birthed because they say that 266 is the usual amount of days in gestation from conception to birth. It all happens at the same time. The Vatican is greatly for the Palestinian state. 
They very much want to be part of the peacemaking process to create a Palestinian state. September 24th, the Pope addresses a joint session at the US Congress. September 25th to 27th, the United Nations is going to launch a brand, please pay attention to this, a brand new sustainable development agenda called the 2030 Agenda. The 2030 Agenda in New York. Unlike something called Agenda 21, which primarily focused on the environment, the 2030 Agenda is truly a template for governing the planet. I'm not joking. In addition to addressing climate change, it also sets ambition goals for areas such as economics, health, energy, education, agriculture, gender equality, and a whole host of other issues. The global initiative is being billed as the new universalist agenda. So pay attention to that somewhere in between September 25th and 27th. And the last one, the climax, September 28th, the Feast of Tabernacles begin. And that's the last blood moon of this tetrad. The Feast of Tabernacles begins. That blood moon, it'll fall on the first day on the Feast of Tabernacles. It will be what they call a supermoon, meaning that it's, it's very close to the earth and it will be clearly seen over Jerusalem. Unbelievable, unbelievable what is packed into this one month, which is why today, I mean, that we could not ignore that and not talk about that today, and which is why we pray that it's kicked off September 11th. Luke chapter 21, verse 29, Jesus spoke to them a parable. Elizabeth just referred to it. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they're already budding, you see and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away. But my words will by no means pass away. Now, many people think that they're talking about the generation of Israel, you know, the, the birth of Israel. Exactly 70 years ago, the Jews and the other people that the Nazis referred to as undesirables were liberated from all the concentration camps. And so to, you know, to give them a homeland, Israel was born. What's often forgotten, by the way, this all this talk about the Palestinian state, that's also when the nation that we now know as Jordan was formed. It was called Transjordan at the time, and it was the Palestinian state. When Israel was formed for the Jewish people, Jordan was formed for the Palestinian people. And all of the refugee camps that exist now in Israel that we hear so much about were not formed by Israel, but by the Arabs. There's a lot that's not talked about today, but the point that we're making here is we're at the end of this generation that saw the birth of Israel. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. 
That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of this message. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at www.MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio. (laughs) 